Welcome to Simply Happy, a show helping you learn more empowered living through mental, emotional, and energetic mastery. I'm Olivia Ryman, an author, empowerment coach, and your hostess with the mostest. As someone who's overcome bipolar, anxiety, depression, and more, I'm a firm believer that you have the power to not let any circumstance hold you back. It's my mission to help you take ownership of your life from the inside out. So let's chat about some tips that have helped transform my life and many others, because life doesn't need to look perfect to be happy. Hey there, what's up? It's your guide, Olivia, and thanks for joining me for this episode of Simply Happy. If you're new here or haven't already, remember to subscribe to the show and leave a review. And when you find yourself loving the show and wanting to take things to the next level, make sure to check out my books, Empowered University and or Magic and Mindset at www.simplyolly.com. That's O-L-I, Ollie. The link is in the show notes. Alrighty, welcome friend, welcome back if, if you've been listening for a while, welcome, welcome if you're new. Uh, today's episode, we are chatting about helping your mental health through nature. Heck yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, heck yeah, <laughs> that's how I feel. Um, I love nature, I know, I get it, it's not everybody's jam, it's not like the end's all be all, but I think there's a lot of benefits to nature in all its many shapes and forms, and we will talk about that. Um, And there are ways that we can utilize it to really help our mental health, right? To help um, broaden our minds, ground our emotions and our thoughts, right? Expand our perspective, give us a new way of thinking, all of this good stuff. So I am very grateful to live in a place where I am surrounded by nature. And I know that's not the case for everyone. And so I want you to know that in this episode, we're going to talk about different ways. I'm not just going to be like, go into the woods and sit. Like, I'm not just going to tell you that you can, I do it. (laughs) But if that's not accessible to you, um, due to a multitude of reasons, we can still work with nature in its many forms, whether we're bringing it to you, you're going to it, all the things. Okay. So we are going to get into that because I want this to be accessible. And I know that especially if we're dealing with mental health struggles, um, that might not be like the thing that we can push ourselves to do. Like go get in nature. Um, You know, so anyway, that that aside, let's let's talk about it. Let's get into it. So one of the things I want to say first is, you know, we mimic nature a lot. I mean, clearly we are part of it, you know. We are, we are children of the stars. We're made from stardust, like it's scientifically proven. Um, we are of the earth, you know, we're flesh, we're bones, we're all the things. Like we mimic nature because we are nature. Um, no matter if you're like super connected with it or not, know that there is like that, that familyhood <laughs> that is happening because we are all on this funny little planet called earth <laughs> that is just hurtling through space lovingly. Um, And so, you know, we mimic it a lot. We experience contrast within ourselves. We're so multifaceted. We're so diverse just within our own bodies, right? Not even to mention as communities, societies, right? Cultures, all the things. Um, But we, we experience this level of contrast that you see happen in nature. You know, you see the softness, you see the thorns, you see the vibrant, you see the dark, you see the life, you see the death, right? Um, we also see this level of um, 
the similarity in the level of like innovation. I love watching plants bust through concrete, makes my heart sing, because it just shows this level of adaptability and innovation that is present within all of us, right? And we can find that in nature too. And we find this sense of um, connection, right? Interconnectedness, whether it's how plants help to support one another. Um, like out here we have... Um, we have aspen trees, trembling aspens, and they connect, they talk, they communicate via root systems. It's incredible because they're like clones of one another. It's so cool. Plants, nature is fascinating. Um, you know, so there is this like interconnectedness where, yes, we stand alone, but we also work together, right? And then, of course, you know, we have seasons, we have cycles. Um, no matter who you are, no matter what your gender, like we just we just do. Um, and I even believe as far as, you know, we are influenced by the energy of the planets. We are, oh, we are just so tuned in and we mimic nature so much that it just makes sense for us to help ourselves by connecting with that peace, that element, right, that we are so similar to. And maybe we're so different from as well, you know, clearly, like we're all going to have differences and similarities. It's, it's just a thing. So, you know, we mimic nature. And I see this too, in the level of creation and destruction, right? If you look at, like, if you look at like a fire, for example, right, we just look at fire, as like a piece of a component of nature, right? It, it's there. It exists. Um, we don't have to create it for it to exist. It does it on its own. Um, but we, you know, there is this warmth that a fire can bring. It can cook food. It can, you know, it can warm things. It can refresh soil. It can, you know, cleanse the earth. Um, in really beautiful ways to let more plant life grow, right? It's a really valuable, amazing resource. It is also capable of killing people, burning down buildings, inflicting pain, right? Um, clearing out a whole forest, right? It's also capable of this intense level of destruction. And so I bring this up because I, when I think of mental health, I also, I also see it through that lens, right? It's capable of really supportive, wonderful, loving things, but it also has the capacity um, to create this level of destruction, right? Huh, that sounds paradoxical, create this level of destruction. Okay, anyway, um, but you know, you can kind of see this, like there's always the two sides to a coin, right? There's always this duality happening. And I think that that's something that can help us in our mental health journeys, right, is when we recognize that duality. Because sometimes when it comes to mental health, if we're dealing with whether it's a temporary struggle struggle, or a more long-term struggle, right, um, it can feel almost one-sided, um, whether it's in that moment or whether it's over that long period of time where we only see that destruction and then we start to identify with it and make it part of who we are and then um, find incredible difficulty in changing it if we even believe it's changeable, right? And um, so I see this parallel 
And I think that when we can see that parallel and realize, ah, don't let me get sucked into only the damage it can cause, right? But let me also realize the value it provides and the power that it's capable of on a less destructive scale, on a more beneficial and helpful scale, and on a supportive scale, right? And when we can start to do that, we can start to see ourselves and our minds in that same light or in a similar light. And it opens us up to being able to uh, work with ourselves more, to help ourselves more, right? So this is kind of the whole gist of how we can use nature to help our, our mental health, right? When we start to see these parallels and we gain inspiration from something we might not have otherwise thought could be inspiring. Um, so, you know, a little, um, I want to talk about, you know, ways that we connect, can connect with nature in, in just a, just a minute. Um, we will get into that, but, um, finding, I think it's, I think it can be a fun thing and this, this might resonate with you or it might not. Um, I definitely connect a lot with like kind of the four elemental systems that we've like established in Western society. I know it can go beyond this. It can get far more complex. You don't, maybe you don't even use the system, but earth, air, fire, water, right? These four elements um, can be really helpful there. So for me, I'm familiar with them because I see them in astrology, which I am like currently studying like like a big nerd because I love it. Um, and then also, you know, I see it a lot in tarot and also working, um, you know, in my own practice with being a witch and all of that good stuff. So, you know, I see these elements and there's, you know, there are the correlations, you know, water would be more emotions and relationships and connections and it's fluid, right? And it's, it's um, all that good stuff. I'm just going to give a brief overview. We're not like going deep in on this one, okay? If you want that, you go to Empowered University. I'm gonna do a tarot masterclass at some point, and then I'll get into it. <laughs> but, um, but for now, you know, that's that. You know, air is very linked to the mind. Um, it's linked to the thought processes, all that good stuff. And you've got fire, which is very much connected with um, passion and creativity and power. And you can see how these connect with like chakras as well, which is interesting. Um, and then you have earth, which is very grounded, material plane, um, you know, material possessions, finances, yada, yada, yada. Um, but, you know, when we kind of look at these different elements, and this is something if you want to go go do some of your own research, feel free. Um, but we can find what we need through kind of an elemental lens, you know, am I feeling extra fiery today? You know, where am I feeling? Am I feeling way too up in my head? Am I feeling, you know, like my emotions are all over the place? Am I feeling like I am lethargic and I just don't want to get up, right? So you can kind of see where we can like correlate these things. I said fiery on the first one, but maybe you're like full on like workaholic mode or um, you're just like really intense with people. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe you're angry because um, there there is that duality to each of these elements. I'm not going to get into that today, but there is a duality. Each one of those, you know, like I said, with the fire, each one of those has that contrast, that duality. Um, and so we can kind of find um, maybe what we're needing, you know, am I feeling super watery? You know, is it getting a little crazy? Do I need to like warm myself up, bring in some fire? Or maybe I need to freaking ground myself. Maybe I need to stop riding the river down and I need to sit on some solid land for a bit, right? Am I feeling lethargic? Am I feeling like way too just like heavy? 
Like, do I need to like dream a little bit? Do I need to like get up in my head and get myself inspired thinking about things? All of that good stuff. So, you know, we can kind of take that that more elemental approach so we can tune into nature in that way and go, okay, how can I help myself right now? You know, I do talk a lot in this podcast um, and even in my classes in Empowered University, I've talked a lot of like cognitive and emotional practices, which is totally standby and I still encourage, but I am weaving a bit more of the witchiness into these podcasts and into my classes and into the way that I offer guidance and I teach. Um, Because you don't have to be a witch. You don't even have to freaking believe in magic to bring this stuff into, you know, how you go about your day to day. Again, it's all about perspective. It's how you want to frame it. Maybe it ain't magical to you. Maybe you're just like, hey, I'm just correlating things with nature. You know, that's totally fine. And you can do it however you want. Um, But, you know, I think it can be really beneficial to see things through this lens that feels maybe a bit metaphorical, right? But is really grounded in reality and in something that's around us always, always. So on that note, let's, let's, let's wrap this up by talking about how we can connect with nature, okay? Um, because I want you to know it's always at your disposal, always. I don't care if you live in an apartment complex. I don't care if you live in the middle of the city or if you live in the dead of the woods, okay? <laughs> you always have it at your disposal. So... Um, okay, let's, let's, let's just, I have like four here. Okay, not exhaustive list, but it's here. Um, so one can be, you can have a single plant in your home, right? Now this can go for living plants. This can also go for, maybe you got some, maybe you got some dead plants. I have dead plants all over my house. (laughs) I love it. It's an aesthetic. Um, I just love saving dead things. Um, I have more than just plants too. I mean, if you have any animal things, that's another one. I'm going Okay, I've gone more plants. I'm going to put this in. But if you have pets or if you have animals or anything like that, like that's another way. They they are part of nature too. So, um, but a single plant in your home is a way that you can connect with nature. Like it might seem simple. It might seem small, but it's totally doable. Um, and you can just take time to be present with that plant and see it as a form of connecting with nature. Don't get hard on yourself and be like, but this is it. That plant's not going to appreciate that. Okay, just I want you to know. So, you know, build that relationship, take that time and like feel into the nature that is like currently just sitting right in front of you, right? Um, The other way is maybe you don't have a plant in your house. Maybe you're like, Olivia, I have a black thumb. I don't kill everything. That's fine. Go outside and you can see probably something coming through a crack in the sidewalk, little patch of grass, little flower. Maybe you got some trees somewhere. Maybe there's like a leaf on the ground. I don't know. Nature is all around. We just have to pay attention. We just have to look for it, okay? Um, and and really learn to tune into it, to appreciate it, to see it as nature, not just a weed or a piece of grass or a dead tree, right? It's nature. Let's see it in that light. Um, spend time with it. And then, you know, you can learn from it. Watch your plant. Watch that weed. You know, see what it does. See how it changes. See how it grows. See how it persists and it strengthens. And see how it lets things fall away. See how it it dies for a season so that it can come back new, right? Because we can, we can find, find the light even in the seemingly dark stuff. Um, remember, life and death. Anyway, another way of connecting is food. So you could have, 
dried herbs. That's nature. Your literally your your food. Food is plants. Food. 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 That's all I'm saying. Um, but you can sit there and as you're eating something, as you're consuming something, you can think about where did it come from, right? How might it have grown? Don't get morbid. Don't go all like factory on me. But like think about like how it started, how it began. Like you know. I don't you can just imagine and if you can't imagine do some googling what does wheat in a field look like I don't know what does a pomegranate on a tree look like maybe you don't know there's nothing wrong with that you can look it up and connect with it in that way now of course another way of connecting is to actually go get in nature go for a walk go for a hike you can go for a walk around your neighborhood you could go to a park you could go to a forest you could go to a beach you could go to a mountain you could go to a valley I don't know anywhere <laughs> Um, you can go walk through. You can also just go and sit in nature, watch it, observe it, see what you can learn from it. See how you are similar, find your similarities, find your commonalities. It can be really incredible. Or you can find things that you admire about it, right? Like, oh my gosh, like that tree has spent hundreds of years to be at its height. That is incredible. And I'm over here going, oh, it didn't work out in a month. I should quit. Go back to the episode on failure. <laughs> Last week's episode. Um, but, you know, that tree can inspire you. That tree can encourage you. And we can use um, nature in that way or not use, but we can work with nature in that way to where it inspires us and encourages us and it improves our mental health, right? Because it's changing our state of mind, which is going to change our state of emotions, which is going to change our energy, which is going to change our reality. You're welcome. Ripple effect. Okay. Um, So that is one way as well. Now, another way, and this might seem crazy, you're welcome. Um, This last way of connecting with nature is something that I actually have done. Um, So you can meditate to transport yourself to a spot. Maybe it's not accessible. Maybe it's not near you. Maybe you have a favorite spot that you just can't get to, right? I don't know. Um, But you can meditate, um, relax yourself into that. And there's plenty of apps um, if you need guided ones. Um, I don't offer... I used to have a free meditation guide. Um, If you do, like I will say, if you want access to like my meditations, again, you can go to Empowered University because it's basically a hub for everything empowered, (laughs) self-empowerment. So everything's in there. And then there's the self-empowered toolkit that when you join, you can get access to. And I do have meditations in there um, that are really great. But regardless, I'm not telling you you have to buy it to do this. Please know that. but I'd love it if you joined. However, meditation is not that hard. It's very simple. Don't make it complicated. Just close your eyes, deep breaths, start to visualize, imagine, play, you know, be like a child. Um, And you can transport yourself into a spot. And um, it's so simple. You can either poof yourself there. You can imagine that you're flying there. You can, um, I actually had one where I have this ring on my finger that is a, for me, it's a talisman, but it represents home. And I would transport myself through that ring and it would act like a portal to take me to um, this spot in the forest that I would sit in. Um, So, you know, there's so many different ways you can do it, but you really can immerse. I mean, we've learned how 
wild VR is and how it can totally immerse us in a reality that's not actually like around us, right? Which is insanely incredible. But VR is just a technical version of what the mind is already capable of, right? It transports you. It has that ability. And the cool bit is, and this is where you might be with me or not, but it's astral projection. I've been doing astral projection since I was like 13. <laughs> and um, and it's incredible. And it's very real. And it does affect your physiology. It affects your physical state. Um, and it can. Uh, not to say it always will, but it can if you're immersed deeply enough. So even doing something like that is going to get you really immersed in a space. And if you allow yourself to start to integrate your senses while you're in that meditation or immersion, right, you can start to smell things, you can start to hear things and see things, not like a creepy way, but just in like a wow, I'm like in it way, right? And that can be really fulfilling and really grounding and really refreshing if that's something that really will help your mental health. And again, something where you can go in there and watch what's around you to observe your surroundings and do what we talked about doing in, you know, quote unquote, real nature. <laughs> it's all real. Anyway, so these are just some ideas, some things to get you thinking about so that you can start to integrate nature into how you help your own mental health. Um, and hopefully, hopefully you find this helpful. <laughs> Anyway, that is it for this episode. Uh, if you like this episode, please spread the support by sharing on social or telling a friend about it through your face, your phone, snail mail, or carrier pigeon, even an owl. You can also check out my free tools, books, and Empowered University at www.simplyolly.com. The links are in the show notes. Thank you so much for listening. I love you so much. As always, you keep saying Simply Awesome, I'll keep saying Simply Ollie, and I'll chat with you on the next pod. Bye.